Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. This is another podcast of World Wide Wave, the international LGBT news and current affairs show, every week on Australia's first LGBT radio station, Joy 94.9. Surfing the globe, bringing you news, views, and current affairs for the LGBT community. This is the World Wide Wave. It's World Wide Wave time. Joy's international news and current affairs show for and by the LGBTI community. Taking you around the globe, one queer story at a time. I'm Matt and I'm joined tonight in our studios in the beautiful Victorian Pride Centre by Stefan. Good evening. And Alex. Evening. Now, early in his papacy, Pope Benedict made a public statement about gay Catholics, saying, Who am I to judge? It was probably the most positive statement from the Church about LGBTI people ever. Many rainbow Catholics dared to hope of a more inclusive institution under his reign. However, last year the Vatican called same-sex unions sinful and reiterating a ban on priests giving them blessings. Some of the Catholic Church have taken a stand. 125 priests and staff employed in the German Catholic Church held a collective coming out last month to give visibility to LGBTI people in the Church. Rebecca Jorges de Silva was one of those people. Part of a campaign for change called Out in Church. Here, ta- here is a taste of what's coming up tonight. When people say, why don't you just leave the Church or convert to another one? The world is not discrimination free, so it's just a little worse or a lot worse there, but it's not discrimination free otherwhere. But also I think that Germany makes huge steps at the moment and we have representation and uh, young people, I think, are really cool with it and really on a good journey and they have role models to find themselves what is your church experience? Perhaps it's something from your childhood you uh, no longer remember. Do you still attend or have you had some bad experiences? Do you still believe? Have you found another church, a welcoming church? There is a new challenge to the Catholic Church in Germany with a group calling for it to modernise. The group is demanding the church to do better for rainbow Catholics and say they no longer wish to remain silent. They are calling for an end to persecution and for LGBTI people to be accepted, to live openly within the church without fears. Taking a stand does however come with risks, as the church has discrimination exemptions in employment. Rebecca Jorges de Silva is a 23-year-old theologian in the church and part of the Out in Church campaign. We started by asking Rebecca to explain the campaign how the campaign came about. My name's Rebecca. I'm 23 years old and I study theology in Germany as a 
all of the ones, all of the people who are part of the campaign. And last year, I think um, there was a campaign from actors in Germany who did something similar to what we did now. And yeah, they did like a huge outing together and said, we're actors and we work in this industry and we want to tell you that we're queer. And someone, his name is Jens, he said, why don't we do this for the Catholic Church? Because it's more important for us to do this. I think it's important for every industry to say we're here and we're queer, but for the Catholic Church especially, because the discrimination is like one step further, I think, even. And then he just texted a few people he knew and they texted other people they knew and then it just got rolling and we all asked people we knew were queer and working for the Catholic Church and yeah, that's uh, how we got here. What's it like being queer in the church? I think it's hard (laughs) sometimes because you ask yourself, how can I be with this institution that discriminates me? And yeah, how, how can I be here and stand for it even? And uh, to other people that it's important to me and this is an institution I want to stay. Like I want to stay in and I want the institution to be here for a while. And that's really hard uh, on the one hand, uh, saying to people in the institution, hey, I'm queer and I deserve to be here and I deserve to live and to live as myself. But sometimes I think it's also hard in the queer community to tell them, yes, I do believe in God and I, I do believe that the church has values. And yeah, it's also hard sometimes. What are the changes that you would most like to see? I think we need um, some rules for employment because in Germany we have like a special situation where the church can have its own rules, like every church can have that. And they can say that it's a breach of loyalty if I'm queer because they say queerness doesn't exist. So they say you're not loyal to us, so we can dismiss you and... um Yeah, I think that needs to change, of course. Uh, And also, we have so many people who dismiss us and state defamatory statements. Is that right? Yeah. And um, we have to change that in like people who have important positions in the church, like bishops and stuff. They need to change what they say about us and to us. And uh, they also, I think, uh, need to take responsibility for what they have done and continue to do. I guess slowly, right, there have been some messages from the Pope over the, I guess, like the last decade or so, right, that have changed. How hopeful are you that that change will kind of happen a bit more quickly? Not too much at the moment because I think that the Pope and everybody like who's with him, they 
think that they need to look at the Catholic Church worldwide. And I mean, they need to do that, but they think they need to listen to what most people say at the moment and most bishops, like if you see that, and if they listen to what most bishops say, then most bishops come right now uh, are from Africa and Latin America, especially. And it's a very different situation because they have problems. I mean, we induce problems on them, so it's on us also. Um, but let's not get into that right now. But it's like something we need to also take responsibility for and look at. And we can't say, yes, most bishops are homophobic or queerphobic. And that's why we also, in the Catholic Church, need to value these things. Because we can say or we can see that change needs to happen and do it gradually. Because if we don't do it gradually, of course, we're doing what we did years before and sometimes continue to do and say we are better than non-white people and all. And we can't do this. Of course, I know that. So I think maybe we can start and um, take steps gradually and then look where it's going. That's Rebecca Legasta Silva from Germany's Out in Church campaign with us on Joy 94.9. So many things to, uh, to digest there. The most interesting one is this double, um, double discrimination, double mm. difficulty. So I guess it's not a surprise that um, the church you know, is is causing these issues. But Rebecca's also mentioned there that if you believe in God, if, when you say that to the, the queer community, that you believe in God and you believe in its values, the queer community starts having a go at you. Well, yeah, because I think, yeah. you know, we've, um, I think particularly with the Catholic Church, because I think a lot of um, queer Christians have probably realised they have to go elsewhere within the Christian umbrella and they'll go to the Metropolitan Church or one of the ones that have um, progressed. Well, the Catholic Church is just saying, look, just forget it. That that institution's just so, um, there's so much archaic, there's so much much discrimination and history there, the the baggage. I think when you've been at the receiving end of this discrimination Mm. from the church, it's a little bit difficult to... To let that go and think yeah. that there is a, I don't know, form to me. Well, it's easier to walk away and go somewhere else. Yeah, it's it? easier to walk away, go somewhere else, and also say to people, why are you with this institution that has been discriminating, that has been the, the source of so much harm for the community? But does that just perpetuate the, the lack well, of change? I mean, the fact that these, you know, 125 yeah. people well, have taken a considerable risk in, in yeah. coming out. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, it is such but an influen- it's influential global organisation, isn't it? Mm, it it's, one day it needs to sort of... Um, Progress, but how? I mean, it's been we've been seeing that for how many years? Well, it's just well, we're going to try and it? crack it in the next forty-five minutes, <laughs> yes. believe it or not. Of course. <laughs> Coming up, we're going to explore how much of a difference LGBTI visibility makes for German Catholics. This is Worldwide Wave. Want to hear more? 
Find out about LGBT life in over 100 countries. Download free podcasts of this show. Subscribe to iTunes or follow us on Twitter. Visit joy.org.au slash worldwide wave. Hi, this is Jessica Stern from Outright Action International, and we work to bring visibility to the struggles of and discrimination facing lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and intersex people all across the globe on worldwide wave. We're talking all things religion tonight about a, uh, a mass coming out from the Catholic Church in Germany. We're putting the call out to you. What's your church experience? Do you still go to church? Do you still are you still engaged, or uh, is uh, the church's views on sexual identity and sexuality has it turned you away? I'm, I'm a lapsed Catholic, so I went through Catholic mm-hmm. schools and and church as a kid, but just kind of drifted away. It kind of just didn't seem to didn't connect, didn't have meaning for me. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, probably a. Uh Laps everything after <laughs> if I Catholic and I just yeah it's not for is me it, is it the institution or is it what what's the no it's not the institution no. it's the whole believing mm. <laughs> so, yeah. believing mindlessly <laughs> I mean no? and it's also the institution because I mean it as I said earlier it's been the cause of so so much harm yeah um, pain to so many pain and to, to not just to not just to the lgbti people i mean yeah i think yeah for me it's the it is it's kind of the opposite it is for me it is the institution and it's the um denial of the of the true what i think are the true mm. concepts underlying fundamentals of christianity yeah. that so many churches like the event Evangelical church in the US, it's all about money and individualism, and they've lost sight, in my mind, of some of their core values. I'd love to hear from somebody who maybe you're involved in the Metropolitan Community Church or somebody that has a good story as well. Now, there's, as we're talking about tonight, there's a fight going on within many churches around the world for greater acceptance of LGBTI people. The latest of these uh, is in Germany's Catholic Church, where 125 priests and staff held a public coming out. The campaign is calling for all LGBTI Catholics to join them in coming out and advocate for acceptance to the powerful bishops. Rebecca Lurgis de Silva is part of the campaign and part of a new generation of Catholics seeking a more progressive future. We asked Rebecca what benefits they saw um, from having a more visible and more vocal LGBTI community within the Catholic Church. I think on a personal level, it's very important because LGBT people don't feel safe in the church mostly. Some do and some have the safe spaces. That's really great, but most don't. And I think that it's really hard to say something. They they think they can't. They think they just can't come out and tell the family and still go to church and all that. And now I think they've seen that we're here also and maybe they even know some of the people who outed themselves with us and maybe they can say, hey, I know this priest and uh, he's part of that or I know this other person who's part of that and that's really important. So they might have role models and also people they feel they can trust a little more. Do you want to tell us about the document, the TV documentary, How God Created Us? Yeah. Um, 
that's a crazy story actually because um the man who created the documentary he actually wanted to do something about uh, homosexual priests and then he kind of stumbled ac uh, across us and somebody told him that um, our group exists and our group is just trying to sort out what we want to do and how we want to out ourselves uh, like together stage a big outing and all and yeah then we met up with him and then they tried to also educate themselves on church matters and on LGBT matches and that's how it got rolling and uh, yeah then we met up and some people got selected for being the poster people yeah and that's how all of us got into this and it was actually a coincidence that it was so early that it uh, I think on TV it was um, half eight I think something like that. And actually, uh, it was supposed to run around 11 p.m. So uh, we were lucky. And I think that's really important. Yeah, because like people who wouldn't normally have seen it that late, they now did, I think. Do you think being queer has, how has that impacted your faith, do you think? Um. I don't really think it has for me. I know for other people it did and it does. And I know that people have so many issues with the church that they can't stay in church and can't continue to go. For me, it was really different because I knew all the time that I am created by God the way I am. And that's also part of me. So I'm created in God's image. Uh, that's what everybody knows from Genesis. And that's how I feel like still. And I never really questioned it. I think I'm privileged at that. Um, of course, it's different when I look at outing myself and that I knew that it's hard for part of my family and stuff. But for my own faith, it didn't really shatter anything. So a part of your campaign, right, was that, was it exactly 100 or was it, it was over 100, right, of people um, that yeah. outed themselves in the church? Was that kind of always the idea that that would be a part of their campaign or how did you convince people or how did it come about that that's what you decided you wanted to do? We were 125 people and... That was also the idea of the media team, um, the one who made the film. They wanted us to be more than 100 people, but it was actually really hard at the beginning to get so many people together. And uh, yeah, so that's why we opened um, the possibilities for people to be in shadow. I don't think if you've seen it, but... You can't really see the people and you can't really know who they are. So they kind of stayed anonymous while at the same time making clear that they're real people and we didn't make them up or something. And I think that's just as important as people 
pushing the cases because it still shows that these people are really scared of losing their jobs. And yeah, so that's uh, a big part of how we got to be so many people. And now many people continue to write emails to us and they want to join our campaign. So maybe we have, um, or we will have more than 125 people on our website in a few days, weeks, I don't know. Yeah, that's really cool too. And we're talking, That's uh, speaking from Germany, that's Rebecca Legasse de Silva and the campaign they're running is called Out in the Church on Joy 94.9. That whole thing of um, uh, there are a number that have outed themselves but there are also a number that, you know, stood in the background and mm. blurred their faces and all that. So there's still this risk and it's because the, because the employment laws, which are not dissimilar to what we have here, the church can fire them for being gay. From what we have at the moment or what they were going to bring in? Or is it no, what they we have, have that, at the they, moment? Yeah, we so have that and they have that now as well. Mm. So they have this exemption. And, and well, the, yeah, the recent well, religious discrimination bill actually took that to another level yeah, where, so, yeah. you know, the yeah, statement of faith thing meant anybody could say any anything yeah, that was extremely discriminatory as allowed well. Allowed to discriminate on the basis of non-discrimination. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the other side, I would say that the, the great, you know, you said that a lot of people wanted to sort of hide in the background, but at the same time, there was a, there's a great, this is a great show of collective strength, isn't it? Mm, absolutely. It's, you know, and how, you know, this is, this is important because it, you know, if it's one or two people over several years, these stories don't really get to aired, but as this is such a big, dramatic, um, and Germany is no longer the used to be very powerful within the Catholic Church, but actually, unfortunately, a lot of the while this is great, it's who knows whether it'll really have a big impact on the Catholic Church worldwide because really the, the the heart of the Catholic Church has largely moved to Latin America and and Af- Africa. Africa is the new front. So, well, coming up, we're going to find out how the German Catholic Church has responded to them here. Oh, great. You're on Worldwide Wave. The world's longest-running radio show dedicated to international LGBTIQ news and current affairs. This is Worldwide Wave from Australia's rainbow radio station, Joy 94.9. Hi, it's Todd Sears, founder of Out Leadership, and excited to be discussing driving LGBTI inclusion on the Worldwide Wave. You're, yeah, of course, on the show that takes you around the globe one queer story at a time, Worldwide Wave. And a hello to everybody listening to us on podcast. You can subscribe to receive our podcast automatically either at joy.org.au forward slash Worldwide Wave or iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget to leave a review. And, of course, we are in Germany tonight. And even in a country like Germany with very progressive laws for LGBTI people and a largely accepting society, discrimination still exists. Like Australia, churches are excluded from anti-discrimination laws when it comes to employment on the grounds of religious belief. Our federal government's attempts to extend these laws further in society, where there is a so-called statement of belief, have thankfully, thankfully been stopped, at least for now. Rebecca Logos da Silva is part of Germany's Out in Church campaign. They are calling for greater acceptance and opportunity for LGBTI people in the church. We asked Rebecca if there has been any backlash from the Catholic Church or the broader community about the group coming out in the open. I haven't really heard of anything 
Uh, just one personal thing that one guy got hate messages and a lot of them, but most of us received a candy storm, I'd say. Um, yeah. And we, we, of course, we have on social media and stuff, people saying, yeah, you burn in hell and stuff. But I don't think that most of us are really hurt by that because we know that it's wrong and we are all theologians or not all of us, but most of us are theologians ourselves. So we know that it's not, not the right thing to say. And I think that um, the candy storm overruled uh, the bad messages and the hate uh, some people received. And um, nobody got fired and nobody lost their jobs yet. <laughs> uh, I still don't know what will happen, but we uh, we seem to be safe at the moment. What's it like being queer in Germany? I think it's privileged if I uh, look at other countries and um, like many other countries. So that's kind of fine mostly i mean of course it's always discrimination and hate still everywhere institutionalized in many parts not only the church so that's also a thing quick side note kind of um when people say why don't you just leave the church or convert to another one it's not just the world is not discrimination free so it's just a little worse or a lot worse there but it's not discrimination free otherwise. So, yeah, I think um, that's an important thing to say. But also, I think that Germany makes huge steps at the moment and we have representation, um, or it starts that we have representation and uh, young people, I think, are really cool with it and really on a good journey and they have role models to find themselves and I think that it's only getting better. Do you have any information, I guess, about what it's like being trans in the church or is it like a similar experience to being queer? Um, yeah, I know that it's it's a lot harder because the church dismisses the identity in itself. So for the church, someone who is trans is still their assigned gender at birth and will always be that. So they just say trans doesn't exist and that's all. So I think it's really different because they say sexuality that's not hetero is wrong, but they can't really say it doesn't exist because like they, they see it. And for trans people, they just say you're sick and all that. And I think that's really, really a lot more hurtful and a lot worse for discrimination. And I don't know what happens if people transition and want to continue working for the church, because uh, that's probably a bit more problematic than someone who marries someone of the same sex. And do you have like a next thing that you'd like to do with the campaign? There's this synod taking place in Germany and it starts today, the next uh, part of it. And uh, it's also with lay people and all. And some of us will go 
with the petition we put on change.org. We've petitioned there and they want to take that petition and give it to some bishops. And yeah, they also um, made some banners and they want to uh, demonstrate, kind of demonstrate in front of that. And yeah, not all of us will go, of course, um, but some who live in the area will go and uh, represent us. Yeah, and that's nice. And I think that when similar things will take place, we will also make group meetings and uh, all that stuff happen. The representative of Germany's Out in Church campaign, Rebecca Logasta Silva, with us on Joy 94.9. Alex, you just made the point that there's nothing in the Bible, in the scriptures, about trans people. No. To me, so how just, can again, they possibly yeah. be thrown out of the church? Or? No. To me, it's just a patriarchal system that's trying to enforce, um, maintain its control over people, and these are designated as threats to that system. Um, so they, you know, they hide behind a religion, but as you say, there's nothing, you know, there's not, there was no concept of trans or intersexuality in at the time the Bible was written mm. or rewritten and edited and rewritten again. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I was interested that the the church has not responded at all, and I'm I'm thinking, you know, is it because of this dynamic where, you know, the, the, the power base of the church is in South America and Africa, or is it because they just didn't want to make a bigger issue of it? Mm. It's hard to know. I mean, it's, it's, but where does, uh, you know, the hate on social media, where does it come from, though? Who is it orchestrated by? Because usually now, this hateful campaign, they're really orchestrated by an organisation. Well, it, it, this has attracted a lot of media attention, mm. so I'm sure... Yeah. Uh, there would be a proportion of the population yeah. who are who gravitate to that, and who mm-hmm. you know, mm. this is yeah. their their daily life is finding people to. That's no, all part of culture wars. Cynical there. about it. In the West. <laughs> <laughs> well, so much to digest there. Want to hear more? Find out about LGBT life in over 100 countries. Download free podcasts of this show. Subscribe to iTunes or follow us on Twitter. Visit joy.org.au slash worldwide wave. Joy 94.9 is Australia's only LGBTQIA plus community radio station. Community radio stations are run entirely on the support of our listener business and organisation members and donors, which means we can't keep broadcasting amazing rainbow content without your help. That's right, you. You can support Joy by becoming a full member, donate monthly via our subscription service, or make a one-off donation. Any amount helps. Help keep rainbow independent voices on air. Head to joy.org.au forward slash members for more information. Receive LGBT news from around the world throughout the week. Like Worldwide Wave on Facebook now. A huge thank you to our guest tonight, Rebecca Logas de Silva. The campaign is called Out in Church. You can find them on social media or outinchurch.de. And thank you for the messages on Facebook, Bryce, Yangfo, Richard and Hipsmore who've joined or interacted with us on Facebook. And that's W3Joy on Facebook. And behind the scenes, our podcaster Peter and social media master Dean. We'll be back next week with more World Wide Wave. Thanks for listening to another podcast from World Wide Wave, the show that takes you around the globe, one country at a time. World Wide Wave is the international news and current affairs show on Australia's LGBT radio station, Joy 94.9.
You can listen live every Tuesday night on 94.9 FM in Melbourne and online at joy.org.au. You'll find all our podcasts at joy.org.au slash worldwidewave or follow us on Facebook for the latest international LGBT news. Search W3Joy on Facebook now. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.